Hey everybody, welcome back. This is part two of the Nebraska turkey hunt um, with Eric. And on this podcast, it's just me and Tom. But uh, we're going to recap what happened the last 24 hours since the last podcast. And we're going we're gonna to jump ahead and talk about a uh, hunt successful hunt we had last week too yeah and so a little bit there. a little bit of both things and first i want to plug um vortex just launched an entire new lineup of rangefinders. they're great we have been running the diamondback and the crossfire rangefinders, um and i absolutely love them we were talking that the crossfire we love for archery hunting um just because looking through that thing, it's got like a, a large field of view, um, and it's just it's just easy, simple, simple rangefinder. So, if you're in the market for rangefinders, head over to Vortex Optics and check out that new lineup. Yeah, so we are on the road back home um, after an incredible three days of, of chasing turkeys. Some of our best ever. Some of our best ever, for sure. Um, so the last time we touched on the first three dead birds, right? Or f- all of them. Four. We talked about the first. Um, all of them. Yes. Yeah. All of them in, that we had shot. Um so since that um we like we alluded to at the yes, end of that's the podcast up. um the some of the other vortex buddies were gonna come join us yes. they're on their way yeah sure enough they arrived in the town uh, around two yep mark and graham from vortex they uh they are looking for a turkey to kill um after just having some serious struggles out in the pine ridge western nebraska public land stuff just covered up in dudes covered covered up in dudes um so we were happy to invite them invite them to hunt some of the stuff we have and uh have access to and they still um, hunt some public in the area um and so i guess we could say um mark and a camera guy went to some public graham a camera guy and thomas went to one of our private pieces that we have permission on where we actually killed the birds that morning. Um, and then me and Eric went around to a few different other chunks that we had. Um, I guess I'll fill me and me and Eric our night first. Uh, Got to recall, what the heck did we do? Well, my night was really slow. Yeah. We saw some toms, a um, little bit of talking, and that was it. Saw some hens. It was... Uh, I mean, compared to what they had, what the hunting that they had seen, the like earlier in the week, they were pretty happy to have the evening we had. Mm-hmm. Even though in my mind it was a, it was pretty slow. Did you evening. like see birds? Like, did you get birds on the footage? Well, I I wasn't filming, but yeah, I no, think did they? yeah, I think they I think they saw. I think they could at least film the one time that was probably at 120. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and then me and Eric, we went to our main farm that we've been hunting for years and years and years, and. Uh, Man, the birds were just talking. They were talking like crazy at like 4 p.m., just gobbling their heads off. Um, but nothing would come in. Like, hitting our calls, not just like, not just shot gobbling, like gobbling on their own, 
gobbling at some crows, gobbling at our calls, um, like multiple like cutoffs and stuff like that. And usually when you get that, I mean, that bird, if you get him fired up like that, he, he's on his way. And uh, that just was not the case. We worked two different sets of birds that we were thought like, oh man, they're just hammering and they just would not commit. And um, that's like, that's a pretty normal thing out there. Like, I don't know. You got to have luck on your side to get that one that's fired up full bore running in at you. But yep. Um, so, we, I mean, we worked several different groups of birds um, kind of like that until the evening and ended up sitting on a field that we'd seen quite a few birds in um, for the, like the last hour of, of decent hunting. Um, but actually during that sit, one of the landowners that we have permission on gave me a ring and um, told me that there's another piece that he wants me to check out, which is excellent news. Um, and he was kind of saying that there's like a bunch of birds by his dad's house. He's been seeing three strutters every morning. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's where me and me and Eric tore off there um, to roost one that night. And sure enough, when we get there, I mean, he's right. There's big just strutting right on the driveway where they told us he was going to be to uh, just following the hen. Um, and I mean, we watched the hen pitch up and we heard gobbles in there. It's like, man, we basically, I mean, we knew, we knew exactly where those birds roasted were. Roasted is roasted. And so, of course, um, we were like, hey, let's get those boys on it that uh, traveled across the state to try to kill a Nebraska, Nebraska bird. Um, so Mark and Graham and the camera dudes went over there uh, this, morning. this morning, got up early, had a, had a big, like, pull out the Onyx maps um, at a turnoff where we met up at 4.30 a.m. Um, was like, you got to be there. Be there now. Leave. Go. Um, this, birds will be there. Birds will be there for sure. Um, Graham, it was funny, Graham called Eric on his way there. Like, what if they're not there? What's the plan B? And Eric's like, they're going to be there. They're there. <laughs> you don't need a plan B. They're there. Um and so, sure enough, they were there. And we were joking in the morning. It's like, if you don't have a dead bird by, like, 648, 647, you're doing it all wrong. Um, and that, that'll, come, that'll come back into the story. But uh, me, Tom, and Eric, we went to another piece. Let those guys go to that piece. We went to another piece that we didn't roost birds the night before, but um, we knew they were in the area. And sure enough, there were at least, I think we were on two toms. Yep. Um, lots of goblins this morning, but two toms that were within 150, I bet, pretty tight. But it was the classic, like, pitch down, leave, gobbling, hung up, not wanting to come in. Definitely had some hens with them. Definitely had some hens with them. Um, but just, like, the, the further and further away on the gobbling side of things. Yeah. you have anything to add to this morning? They just didn't want to come. They didn't want to come our way to the open cornfield, and they just decided to instead head head to the open cornfield they wanted to head straight down to the creek bottom it's so man it's so 50 50 it's like just making the decisions on where to sit off the roost is like pretty tough yeah i didn't love our location this morning but sometimes like the way the land works out you just don't have any better option Mm -hmm. so it's like get tight and then deal with it um so yeah that was that that hunt was over pretty early um we were back to the truck by hmm a little after seven. I mean, yeah, quick. 
quick hunt. Pretty, pretty early. Um, this trip, surprisingly, the 8 o'clock to 9.30 was just, not even 10 was just quiet. Like, there are days where, I mean, that aren't they that just uncommon, keep gobbling. they just keep gobbling throughout. Yeah. And they just, like, they wouldn't talk at calls. They wouldn't just, wouldn't shock gobble. And it was tough during that time sometimes. But anyway, when we get back to the truck, we're driving around a little bit. And then we get the on their phone, bird down, dead Tom. Um, and so we were super amped for those guys. Um, and sure enough, from what we heard from them later on is, like, there was a pile of birds back there. They were saying, like, five or six Toms. Um, they had hens working really close. And uh, when they were thinking the hunt was over a hen popped up into the field and then a tom followed her the hen came in really tight and apparently spooked and like ran off the field <laughs> and then uh but that tom didn't care the tom just like came in right to him which is interesting perfect and awesome. lucky yeah um and then mark put the hammer down on him um dropped him like a sack of taters Really big bird, like Eric's. Yeah. Man. Another limb hanger. Big hooks. Like, Eric's hooks were probably around an inch and a half, which is, I mean, just giant hooks, but, like, Maybe just slightly under that. Yeah. I mean, just big, big hooks. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, Mark's bird was pretty similar to that. So, man, you can't get it better than that. Like, the, the, a quality roosting session really paid off for us this trip. I mean, a really good, like, pinpointed roost. Yeah, killed us three Typically birds. Typically, it's just tough for us, but they they wanted they worked it. They let us call them in off the roost for yeah. once. Yeah, let us talk. So, um, so that's basically the uh, the old update. I mean, we uh, we hunted a, a, a little longer this morning um, after we got that news. Went around to a few different tracks. Had a couple um, close calls. A couple close calls. We had. We had a classic situation working through some cedar thickets. We were doing some calling and then right on top of us. Yeah. Um, um, and it's like, it's like the panic, get thrown into a cedar. And man, we had birds within shotgun range for sure. Yep. For sure. We had birds within shotgun distance, but too thick. Barely could see them. We did see them in one gap at like 80 yards. Um, and that was about it. Do you want to cover my last Nebraska hunt? Yeah. That 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 is a wrap on this hunt we had um, with the vortex fellas. Five birds, three days, Man. two and a half days, just wild. Um, we had a freaking great time hunting with Eric. Great turkey hunter, great all around dude. I mean, great turkey hunter. We really enjoyed um, watching him do his thing. Um, we, man, we just learned a lot hunting with different folks. Um, learned good things. Um, I don't know. Just like everybody approaches a hunt differently. Some things we appreciate that people do. Some things we're like, ah, eh, not really, not really my bag. But man, we just, uh, the hunting styles gelled with Eric hardcore. Yeah. Every um, once in a while that happens. I mean, it's, it's very obvious when you hunt differently than somebody, but when you hunt the same, you're always just pleasantly surprised and like, just, you, you just get more, so much more excited. You're so like you're just better prepared you're going to kill more animals like all those things come when you have when you hunt the same as somebody else yeah yeah like me and eric working that bird he shot on monday night it was like me and tom basically like that we had hunted together for freaking 15 years yeah um 
and that just man that just helps being freaking efficient as hell um and shooting things so yeah i mean just a freaking great hunt um so yeah we're gonna be back up here next week taking some new hunters out so hopefully that's uh, just as productive but yeah we'll have podcasts on that as well but um yeah tom dive into the uh the old jan gob so this takes us back to next last friday which would have been gosh like the 20 or the 22nd um so we can't hunt we don't we're not able to hunt the birds off the roost because Nate has a daycare drop Gotta off. Gotta take the kid to grandma's. Yep. Trying to help the wife out. Yep. So it's like a, hey, let's meet at the gas station at 7.15 and we'll drive down there for a early morning, but um, not off the roost hunt. So we get down there, gosh, like 8.39. We were wanting to do this because it was going to be the first like hot day of spring. Yeah. It was windy though, very yeah, windy, very windy, 20, 30 mile an hour, gusting forty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we get down there, and sure enough, like before I close the door, like, like, not far, not super far away, um, exactly where we know, <clears throat> we know exactly where his bird's at. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in a chunk of timber that we've hunted before, and we've we've heard birds in before, <clears throat> and sure enough, that's exactly where he was. We make. Gosh, I, I would say it was closer to a three-quarter mile than a half mile um, yep. stock um, down this down this creek. And basically, right when we got the, to the spot we wanted to be, we spot him. Mm-hmm. And he's off the – he's not right on the opposing uh, field edge, but he's, like, in the cornfield a little bit, and we're on the mm-hmm. opposite side of the cornfield. And we haven't touched a call yet. Haven't touched I think a call, a don't thing, have decoys. Like, man – Closing distance. A little bit exposed. Closing distance before you call is huge. Yeah. I mean, we got, like, we closed a ton of distance before we even hit the calls. Yeah. So, gosh, we're maybe 150 yards, 120 yards, 150 probably. What do you mean? When you first well, saw when him? We, no, we, when we first called to him. 200? Yeah, it might have been 200. It might have been 200. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and again, it's, like, really gusting. Yeah, and his first kind of reactions were like he didn't really care. Mm-hmm. He just kind of kept pecking around and and heading west, which was slightly away from us. Um, but sure enough, man, we just kept working him. Like when you're able to see, watch the bird and see how he reacts, it, it you're calling like you're just able to you're able to say exactly what what you want to that bird. Mm-hmm. If he's got his head up and he looks like he's about to gobble, like you hit him hard and mm-hmm. and get him to rip. Um, so. Gosh, we, we got we changed his mind, and sure enough, he starts rolling our way a little bit more. Like he'd, For, get, he'd yeah. get in the corn row and, and go yep. 10, 20 yards further our way. For and then, a while, just like kind of paralleling us. Like, yeah, uh, he's just he's, he's gonna, gonna skirt us. We had conversations about us. get trying to get out to the cornfield a little yep, bit. He's yep. Um, but man, yeah, like we just had to stay on him with the calls. I was ripping the mouth call, trying to like sound like I was further back than I was, echoing it out of the creek that we were we were kind of by. Um, and yeah, like Tom said, like he'd take like ten steps our direction, and then kind of like start to parallel us again, and like a few more steps our direction. It's like mm, this is fifty-fifty right now. Yep. It but might then work. He gets to like ninety, a hundred yards, and boom! Like he's made up his mind. Like he's coming. He he goes full strut for the first time. Yep. I don't know what he saw. I, I had ideas that maybe he saw like a um, a hat bill or like a knee move and thought it was potentially a hen i don't know like he just 
his he mind changed. his mind flipped and he thought he saw something or like thought there's a hen right there his head went like super red yep um and just right into full so then it was just waiting waiting for him to come in we were we were really exposed on our little berm we were on though Mm -hmm. i was basically like i was behind an oak that was just a little bit wider than my shoulders yeah so i was basically doing the head bob out either side sure enough i kept debating kind of whispering back to nate like how far we thought the bird was and Mm -hmm. At about, gosh, 45, 50-ish yards, I would say, he starts, like, long-necking. And um, that's when I know it's my, it's my opportunity there because maybe, maybe he has spotted something he doesn't like. Um, and sure enough, boom, drop him pretty good on the first. Um, he, like, kind of, like, is starting to limp away, and I put a second in him, which just drops him for good. I, th- I think when, unless you just make an absolutely perfect shot, Anything like fifty or more, like two shots, is just the smart, really smart thing to do. Expect, uh, expect to follow up. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're tough birds. Um, so I'm, I'm amped. I had a tough time in Iowa. That was kind of I was able to put that behind me a little bit, and that, I think that's kind of why I wanted to go out so bad. Like, I just wanted some redemption, and I got it. So, um, just a nice Nebraska bird, um, pretty fan. Uh, I mean, it's a super windy day. Like, a lot of hunters don't hunt those windy days, but turkeys are still doing their thing. You just got to hunt them a little differently. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be in those bottoms getting out of the wind a little bit more. Um, it's this all guy about didn't, just staying mentally. Yeah, this mentally guy didn't there. care. I mean, he was full strut. I mean, his... In the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, his fan just going every which way. Um, and we were able to work him into the shooting distance. So, that was... When it's able to work out quick efficient like that um it's 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 special thing you just gotta take it in Mm -hmm. Uh, but that that was the day we we uh debated like maybe going to a different spot just a couple hundred yards away and and ripping it up into the hills but we're gonna save that for another trip down there and um drove home on some public and saw some birds near public but that was basically that was the day that i was able to fill my my first first turkey tag of the season epic that hunt will be on the YouTube channel soon. Very soon. Yep. So, yeah, man, turkey season's in full boom. We've killed a lot of birds in the last week. Um, hopefully just going to keep this freaking momentum rolling. Next week we have an absolute banger group. I mean, I'm talking a banger group coming in. bunch of folks that some of you guys might know. We got, some, uh, we got a dude from First Sight. We got a couple folks from Gastronome. We got Sam Soholt. We got, who am I missing? We got a bunch of new hunters. Am I missing somebody? I think that's everybody. Yep. You're good. Me and Tom. Tom might have jury duty. My God. Get into that. He goes, we're talking last night because Eric, Eric's wife is on jury duty this week. So it kind of worked out for him to be gone. Tom goes, oh, yeah. By the way, I'm like, I'm, I might be on jury, jury, jury duty next week. What are you fucking kidding me? That's like, this is the biggest I, hunt of the year. It, it was, I might have jury it, it was already scheduled. That I'm would trying fuck to, me in the fucking ass. I'm trying to get out of it. But, like, that would be, I don't want to argue. But if you want to watch us argue, you need to go watch our recent YouTube short. Tom titled it, Two Hunters Argue After Miss. Go watch that and see how close you think that bird is. 
that Tom misses. Tom thought it was too far of a shot. I'm like, that's a chip shot, man. And so we fought about it in the field and in the truck, and we it filmed looked, it. My angle, it, it just that bird looked so much further. I don't know why the perception of it or something, but yeah, he, it looked like a, a like a long poke when I took that shot. But on the camera, it doesn't look yes. far at all. But anyways, we're gonna be back chasing these birds again. Um, Thomas might be with us. If he's not, we're gonna be in a whole world of hurt. I'm gonna have to hire a guide or something. Maybe just call Eric back out. <laughs> um, no, I'll be. I'll get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah, you guys got a short one today. A little, little twenty-minute podcast. I to, but now I have to go back in and edit all your f words out. There's just a few of them at the end. That makes a lot more work for me. Hey, here we go. Um, I didn't tell you, but you might need to be on your own taking out like uh, 10 people that have never hunted this area. Before. You're not on your own. You have a lot of mentors that have that. never hunted this area before. Okay. And Dude, they don't the need per- to. Who they they the, don't need to. The issue I'm running into is the eight landowners that I have permission on didn't give them permission. They gave us permission. So I can't send them to those places without one of us. You'll be fine. I'll be there. So it's going to be like, all right, guys, what we're going to do. We're going to take three ground blinds and we're going to put them all together in one spot. And when what is eight this? birds come around in there, we're going to go one, <laughs> two, three, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> what would the state of Nebraska do if I just skip mature duty? Um, come to my house and cuff you. If anybody knows how to get Tom out of jury duty, I'll be fine. But if I'm not, you're effed. Who could I recruit? can't recruit dad it's too dangerous no you'll be fine it we won't come to that it might but it hopefully won't all right folks that's a wrap um thank you for listening um like tom mentioned stay tuned for these videos we're gonna drop his turkey that he killed last week we're gonna drop all these turkeys that we killed this week youtube um that's about all. If you Iowa. Got, it's going to be in the hopper. Iowa. Turkey will be in the hopper. If you have questions, comments, anything, email us. Info at identicaldraw.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning Thanks in. Thanks for listening.